right, everybody. Good morning to you and yours. It is the morning after. No Big J today. Nick here alongside celebrity guest host number five. It is an honor and privilege to welcome back into the studio a gentleman we've had to hear a bunch of times, uh, both with his time with uh, KIVI Television, uh, Idaho Food Bank, and now Boise State University. It is Mike Sharp. How are you, sir? Hey, thanks for having me. Of it's very early. I know. I'm so sorry. Thank you for getting up and doing a goofy morning show with me. It is certainly a appreciated but when we were thinking about people that uh, could do a gig like this we're like listen Mike knows what he's doing he's done radio before he's done all sorts of stuff before he can hold his own for sure so I appreciate you coming in and, and talking a little bit about what you do the things that are happening over at BSU and and so uh, I guess we can start out with uh, you know the official position is media relations director yeah that's uh, my title it sounds very important it is very important but I bet you that like you know uh, John Q public that is getting up to do his job today has no idea what a media relations director does. So if you had to describe your position to him, what would you say? Um, well, a media relations director is... is yeah. There's a dirty little secret, okay? <laughs> Nobody wants to deal with media. Um, <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> no offense. No, it's okay. I get um, it. In, in most industries, in most uh, uh, businesses that you go into, people are like, man... We just got a call from a reporter. <laughs> Can somebody else take care of this? Right. That's me. That, right. that They forward the stuff that nobody else wants to do, and I just happen to get a kick out of doing things that nobody else wants to do, and so that's me. And the good news is you're also very good at it. So, you know, anytime uh, Boise State needs to release an official press release or uh, there's a big announcement that needs to be made about the school or there's changes that are happening around there, uh, you are the gentleman that issues that kind of stuff to the public and releases statements, and uh, from time to time we'll do interviews on behalf of the university and all that kind of stuff, correct? Right, right. And and I do get an opportunity, and I'm not, uh, an alumnus of the university, so it means a lot to me to be able to have a spot at that table. Yeah. Um, but I do get the opportunity to, to help um, steward the university in a certain way, right? I get to say, hey, look, I feel like this strategy might affect people in this community in this way. Maybe we don't do it that way, right. um, and and that's a really cool opportunity. That's a it's a university that means a lot to me. Um, growing up in Caldwell, and yeah. um, it, it's cool to see to pull back that curtain and discover that the people who are running something that means so much to you and your community are actually like really good people that yeah. are working really hard. Yeah. So they just need somebody that can like tell people that they're good people. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what you do. And so we are going to pull back the curtain even a little bit more over the course of the show today and kind of learn exactly uh, some of the things that are going on at the university, some things that maybe people should be aware of, and a little bit more about you as well, who is a fantastic person and a great father and a wonderful husband. And thank you so much for getting up early and coming in here and talking about what you do. It is very much appreciated. So we're going to get to know you a little bit more as the show goes on, plus a chance to go check out Black Veil Brides. And in this moment coming up on the 15th, at the Rev Center. We have your tickets to Black Label Society. That show is happening on Monday. A chance to qualify for an ATV that we're giving away. We're going to have some celebrity guests in the studio today. It's going to be a busy Thursday show, that is for sure. Plus, we play music on the show for crying out loud. Start things off with the offspring here on the morning after on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important Stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. 
And we happen to have Mike Sharp as my co-host this morning, who is the communications director for Boise State University. It gives us an opportunity to talk about something with Boise State University this weekend. Uh, pretty big deal going on. It's homecoming weekend against Nevada at Albertson Stadium, and it's parade time. How involved are you in the homecoming parade? Um, I'm, I'm not going to be like on a float oh, waving at no, people or throwing candy. There's no candy. Mike Sharp floats? <laughs> there might be like a giant Mike Sharp head <laughs> on one of the, on one of the floats, but no, I, uh, I was, I was involved in, in the planning process. It's pretty cool. They were able to find a way to do it. Yeah. Um, it's going to be on Cesar Chavez lane, which is that road to the North of the stadium that goes behind it. Yeah. Um, that for the longest time very few people knew existed in the first place but now there's like a stoplight and and you can actually go over there so it's going to be cool it's going to be a chance to to go join the community where you're blue and orange and, and cheer people on. Uh, why did they change the route this year? Was there a particular reason? Yeah the, the city changed its guidelines for um, um, the permitting process okay. for for different roads and and the route that we typically go on. Okay. And so we're still keeping the health guidelines we have. Right. Uh, but the the best way we could do it in order to control what we could control was to keep it on campus. Makes sense. Does that does this seem like it may be a permanent pivot or it was just something that was a fix for 2021? That's a great question. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't want to say either way because, I mean, it could very well be a super successful event and they keep it. Nobody's had that conversation yet. Yeah. Um, I think... If, if there's anything I've learned in the last two years is everything's fluid. So, I mean, next year we could just be inside the stadium. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, parade starts at 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. Uh, you are invited to come on down and check it out. Uh, BSU is requiring masks and close contact with other people, but it is going to be a fun and safe event, so hopefully you have a chance to go on there and cheer on things before the game happens on Saturday at Albertson Stadium. And we were talking as well, Mike, you know, your responsibility is to do stuff for the school, but sometimes that is in with athletics, but they also have their own kind of department that handles things too, right? Yeah, yeah. The athletics department has some really, some of the most talented people I've ever worked around. And, and I was really lucky because I covered sports in this town. So yeah. I got to know them uh, from a professional perspective long before I came over here. Um, and they work harder with a smaller staff to accomplish some pretty incredible things with an athletics department. Absolutely. Uh, they continue to do so. And a reminder that, of course, the game against Nevada is happening on Saturday as well on the blue. That's going to kick off around 1.30 and uh, the X is going to be out across the street at Chili's on Broadway doing our pregame tailgate it up uh, action. If you want to join us, you certainly can. Uh, the end of the St. Louis Cardinals win streak happened last night. A uh, 17-game win streak ended. Uh, they lost 4 to nothing to the Milwaukee Brewers. Hometown fans gave the St. Louis Cardinals a standing ovation after the defeat, which ended the Major League Baseball's longest winning streak since the uh, Cleveland team won 22 in a row back in 2017. And I, I imagine you're happy as a Mets fan, yes? Yeah, you know, is there anything more tiresome than St. Louis Cardinals fans giving standing <laughs> ovations for everything? They're just, they love to boast about being the best fans in sports. They and do love they're that. the only ones who say it. It's not like people on the outside are like, hey, Cardinals, you're doing a great job. Yeah, it's true. Because also, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a Cardinals game, but they, they are fairly jerky to people that are fans to the outside team. Of that's course. There. So uh, I, they're nice to their own team, sure. Uh, but uh, if you happen to cheer for the other team, watch out. Uh, good news if you're a Blink-182 fan. Good news if you're a fan of just good people and uh, good people doing good things. Mark Hoppus is now uh, cancer-free. He was uh, diagnosed with B-cell lymphoma earlier this year. The 49-year-old frontman for Blink-182 shared the news on his social media page yesterday following an appointment with his doctor. And so he says that uh, he will need to get scanned about every six months. Expects it to take him until the end of the year to get back to what he calls normal. But it was very awesome to hear that. 
that good news that uh, Mark is now cancer free. So congratulations to him, his family, and uh, to all of his bandmates in Blink-182. Very, very good news. Morning After with Nick and Mike Sharp this morning, our celebrity co-host number five. On the way, you get to pick a song. You have a chance to hear a world premiere. That's coming up. Plus, we'll also have a chance to learn a little bit more about Mike and what he does. That's on the way. First, however, a first check of traffic this morning inside the TDS Fiverr Traffic Center. It is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. What's going on out there, CB? It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 from the Karcher Midland Interchange in Nampa. There you go, the world premiere, brand new Ghost. They're coming to town in January of next year. Tickets are on sale now. You can grab them at xrock.com. That is Hunter's Moon here on 100.3, the X-Rocks, in the morning after with Nick and my co-host, Mike Sharp, this morning. Communications director for Boise State University is in studio with me. Uh, Mike, let's let's tell the people a little bit about you as uh, they get to know you a little bit better. You have been in the Treasure Valley for a very long time. Uh, yeah, I was born in the Treasure yeah, Valley. I right. grew up in Caldwell. And um, so, yeah, it's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, you know. No, it, this is this is my home, and, and I was one of those kids that, uh, when in like third grade, when the school counselor came around with with books about future careers, mm-hmm. um, I, I grabbed the one about a journalist, and and that was that was just a passion of mine. At, at that age, I thought I was going to be a sports reporter. Um, that was how I got started. I started as a, a sports writer covering high school sports in, in the Treasure Valley at uh, the Idaho Press Tribune in, in Nampa. And uh, did that, went into sports radio, mm-hmm. um, did both for a little while, and then eventually went to news radio and then news television. Um, but it is, it is a really cool thing, and I've, I've noticed how lucky I am because you've, you have this unique uh, capability in 2021 of following the careers of friends and peers and, and people you grew up with, right? And knowing that I've spent the last, what, 16 years pretty much exclusively enjoying what I do that's that's a really rare opportunity so yeah. so I, I I feel super lucky I'm, I'm happy to be able to do it in my hometown um, and I still try really hard get a kick out of things like this, right? Like being on the radio is the coolest thing in the world. It's pretty nice. Yeah, we're not angry about it. And that's that's where a lot of people that are listening may recognize you from. Because yes, you have a radio background. You've done this stuff for a while. You've also were on TV. And you did end up doing some sports reporting here in the Treasure Valley. Yeah, yeah, I did. I uh, um, Between radio and television, you know, I covered uh, Boise State football, uh, Boise State sports in general. Um, and and then also, you know, covered state government and, and the stuff that most people don't want to wait into um that's like the other part of my nerdity mm-hmm. um so uh yeah it's been, it's been really cool i've been able to I've, I've always said i feel more comfortable being at the table than being in the spotlight like i just i want the chance to meet the people doing the things and i've had those opportunities i've been able to have those conversations and i i mean i'm still home i'm yeah. still in my community um and it's where I'm going to be, ra- or where I am raising my kids, and, and hopefully it's their home for the future as well. That's awesome. And of course, you know, you've also done some work with nonprofits here in the Treasure Valley as well. We've had you uh, as a guest multiple times when you're working with the Idaho Food Bank, and now now you're at Boise State University. And, and what made you want to make that pivot from being somebody that was doing stuff at, at, a, at a news organization to something that you had a passion for to now deciding to go and work with a, a college that's obviously a huge part of the community as well? Yeah, I, th- I, I didn't. I didn't expect to do that um 2020 was honestly and and i don't think i'm gonna surprise anybody listening 2020 was a really difficult year and um it was the honor of a lifetime to to be in a spot 
where I got to be a journalist and not just a journalist. I was executive producer at KIVI um, Channel 6 at the time, which enabled me to um, help work with this next era of journalists through the most difficult year of journalism, where a lot of these people are signing two-year contracts and they're coming out of college and then they go move to this new community and the whole community shuts down yeah. and they don't know where to go. They don't yeah. know any people um, and they have to figure out how to be a journalist. And that was a really, it felt like being a college professor. It felt like helping this next, this next era of journalists. And I planned on doing that for the rest of my life. Um, and then this, this job, you know, Boise state reached out to me. Uh, Boise state means a lot to me. I'm a graduate of the university. Um, you know, I grew up delivering newspapers and, and seeing like the Houston nut era yeah. scores on the newspapers and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I remember the first time Boise State was ranked and, you know, all these things uh, that anybody who spent some time in the Treasure Valley remembers. So um, when it turned out to be a good fit, like, what are you going to do? I, I turned to my wife and I was just like, I I don't think I have a choice <laughs> in this circumstance. Like I, if I said no, I would be nuts. And so it was um, learning a whole new muscle memory. Um, I don't know that people necessarily appreciate how much is involved in communications. Um, I'm specific to media relations, which is great for me because I get to talk to people like you and, and hang out um, and uh, continue to do the things that I'm passionate about. But I don't have to do like newsletters yeah. and internal emails <laughs> right. and these things that like they're difficult. Um, they can be fun. It's just not necessarily my wheelhouse. Right. So it's it's kind of perfect for. It's almost a job that was made for me. Yeah, yeah, which is great, and you're good at it. Obviously, you, you enjoy what you do, and you have a chance to also. I mean, I feel like educate the public, the the general public specifically about some of the cool things that are happening at the school, and not just from an athletic standpoint. I mean, all the advances that they're making, the fact that they have done such really cool things in the last couple of years, it, it's got to be a sense of pride of as as not just for your job, but also as a graduate of the university. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know when I was a kid, and and I won't say who the teacher was, but there was one teacher. Uh, in, in the Cobble School District, who used to tell students, "If you don't turn in this assignment, you're going to go to night school at Boise State University," <laughs> and that was like the that was the threat. It was like the worst thing you could possibly ever yeah, do, right, right? Right. Well, it's a different world now. Yeah. Um, and Boise State University is actually offering a really good education and opportunities that that you can't find in other places. So um, it's been cool to help them realize that they do have these really cool stories and the research that's being done on campus and the people who are doing the work on campus um, have spent the last few years, uh, especially in the current environment, just kind of keeping their head down. And so for the first time, they feel comfortable again, maybe sharing some of those stories. And it's been it's been really rewarding to meet these people, uh, to meet these individuals. I mean, you literally, you have like a fully functioning city yeah. in the city. Yeah, It's remarkable. Like I'll walk out and I'll just go for a walk because sometimes I just want to remind myself while I'm there, why I'm there. And so I'll go walk through the quad. I'll see all the students bustling around. And it's just, it's, it's a whole new place. I mean, I started at Boise State in 2005 as a student. And I was a very non-traditional student. I was working while I went through it, mm -hmm. um, and I, I couldn't. I couldn't make it. I, I didn't have the money to continue attending college, um, and, and I dropped out. And it ended up taking me spurts um, through 2018 to graduate. Yeah. Um, and so I identify a lot with this community. I, I'm kind of the Boise State story, where like um, 
they fit where I was trying to go. I ended up going to night school at Boise State University, yeah, and yeah. I'm so lucky I did right, yeah, because it got thing. me where I am. Exactly. Wherever that is. <laughs> well, it's a pretty good position with the school, that's for sure. And over the course of the show, we're going to give you an opportunity to uh, beat the drum for a couple of those departments and stories that maybe people aren't super aware of that's doing really cool things over at Boise State University as we continue with Mike Sharp. But I also want to make sure that people uh, check you out on social media because I think you're a fantastic follow. If they want to follow you on Twitter, what's the best way to do that? Um, I'm at Sharp208. Beautiful. Um, if you're on Twitter, I do... Uh uh, I do enjoy it. It's it's a fun it's a fun place to communicate with people and, mm-hmm. and interact. Um, and I think Boise Twitter, just in general, has grown in a really cool way. And there are a lot of different viewpoints and, and perspectives that are on there. Agree, agree. So check it out. Uh, that's sharper than E208, by the way. If you want to check him out on Twitter, that's where you need to go. And we're going to learn a lot more about Mike as the show goes forward. All right, let's check out the traffic report this morning, see what's going on out there on the streets. It is brought to you by McHugh Sports inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. Let's check in with CB. Eastbound 94 is up to speed between Napa and Boise. There are no delays on the connector from the Flying Y to 13th. Traffic. Important stuff. Launch news feed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Nick here, Mike Sharp as well from Boise State University, the co-host this morning, and it is time for some important stuff. Brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And it's not uh, too difficult to understand how attached we Americans are to our phones sometimes, but... Uh, Just how attached to them are we is a good question that could be answered now courtesy of a new survey that found that if you believe it, Americans check their phones about 96 times a day on average or once every 10 minutes, which for some reason to me seems low, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it only counts if you put your phone down. That's true. (laughs) Right. Exactly. According to the global tech care company called Aceron, that's a 20% jump, however, from a similar survey that happened just two years ago. Additionally, the younger you are, the more you check your phone. Uh, If you are 18 to 24, you're checking your phone about twice as much as the national average. At the same time, the company said that some 50% of Americans say they're trying to use their phones less, which is always nice to say. Not sure how much you're backing that up, but uh, is phone use really a problem is the other question, and not really, according to an online medical health resource called Psych Central. Uh, what they look for is having a significant negative impact on their ability to do things they do normally every day, like, you know, going to work and school. And if your phone starts to become an issue for that, that's when it becomes a negative thing. But people have found a way to integrate their phones into their everyday lives so much that it's not so much of a pain in the butt. And you can still do what you need to do and get your stuff done. Now, I feel like it's negatively affected both our attention span and our memory, uh, the amount of times that we use this phone. But it doesn't appear to be, you know, negatively impacting our mental health or our uh, job or our schooling, which I suppose is good. Well, I wonder how it affects other people, though. Right? Like, maybe my phone use doesn't affect me, but, like, my kids notice, right? Sure. Like They're like, sure. hey, Dad, please get me off the trampoline. And I'm like, I'm finishing this game. <laughs> One second, I have to finish this level, and then we'll get you up. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, and I think that has to do with our attention span. I mean, if if your significant other doesn't want you on the phone at the table and you're on the phone at the table, of course it's going to be an issue. But as long as you can get things done, I suppose that's okay. But we'll see what ends up happening going forward. Uh, Probably still not a great idea to have that thing glued to you as much as we have it glued to us. I'm a Milwaukee Brewers fan, Mike, and I got some bad news yesterday. Uh, Reliever Devin Williams, who's been having a hell of a season for the Brewers, 
just clinched the NL Central title, and as he was celebrating, for some reason, he had a couple of beverages. Uh, they celebrate with uh, with beer when, the, when you win the NL Central title, and he punched a wall and broke his hand. His pitching hand, as a matter of fact. So, uh, that's going to do it. He's going to need surgery, and unless the Brewers, by some, you know, chance in the heavens, make the World Series, he's done for the rest of the year, Just which brutal. is incredible, and a really stupid way for him to hurt himself. He was the Rookie of the Year last year. He's their main setup guy for Josh Hader, the closer on the team who's been lights out all year. So is Devin Williams. It is a huge blow to that bullpen, which has been one of the key to the Brewers' successes, and now uh, because he punched a wall, he is done for probably the playoffs, which is crazy, but a long line of really dumb baseball injuries. Right, right. You remember when uh, Sammy Sosa hurt his back sneezing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy how they hurt themselves, but uh, either way, that sucks, and I hope he gets better, and hopefully he can make back in time uh, in the playoffs in some way, shape, or form. A really cool story that maybe you saw on our social media page yesterday on the X's uh, Facebook page. Dave Grohl has a little bit of a Boise connection, although not the kind of connection that we want. He has once again lent his throne to another musician in need. If you remember last month, the band Greyhawk was playing the Shredder here in Boise when their bass player, Darren Wall, was shot in the thigh by an assailant outside the club and, of course, protected the crowd. And it was a whole big story here that went nationwide on September the 5th. And, of course, then he was doing some interviews after the case and he was like you know it would be really funny if Dave Grohl lent me his throne so that we could continue to play uh, shows and that's exactly what he did Dave Grohl reached out offered up the throne shipped it out to meet the band wherever they were and boom next thing you know Darren Wall is on stage playing with his band Greyhawk in the Foo Fighters really cool rock throne that Dave Grohl had put together so he says quote it was beyond a thrill to sit in the great Dave Grohl throne from Foo Fighters last night this ordeal has been intense surreal and humbling of course I wish it never happened and that bullet wasn't in my leg but the love and support of the rock and metal community has shown me is staggering words can't describe how moving the night was thank you all so a really cool thing that dave Grohl did to help out somebody in need unfortunately has a boise connection as well but that's pretty awesome man yeah you know i uh dave Grohl seems like one of those dudes who um despite being in like some of the biggest bands in history seems like legit good dude yeah yeah and uh, you know again i've only met him twice but both times were really really awesome and really cool and very personable and so i'll i'll never have anything negative to say about dave Grohl. he seems like a pretty stand-up guy to me as well and this is really cool that he did it and of course you know took care of all the costs it can't be cheap to ship a gigantic throne from one part of the country to another but he was able to pull that off so pretty cool stuff out of the lead singer of the foo fighters Traffic. Mike Sharp joining me in studio all morning long as celebrity co-host number five. We got to take another look at the traffic report this morning inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center brought to you by Volkswagen of Boise. Hey, CB. It's sluggish on eastbound I-84 from the Meridian Road exit 44 on ramp to Eagle. his tool here on the morning after on 100.3 the x rocks that's right we just announced they are coming back to town with their devil music happening on the 13th of january mm-hmm. uh 2022 so grab your tickets uh coming up tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock they're gonna go on sale it is nick this morning we have mike sharp here from boise state university and same thing happened yesterday i know mike has been trying very hard to keep this on the download but homecoming is happening at boise state university <laughs> yeah buddy which has brought in some very big celebrities that have come into town to be a part of the fun and yeah. tom Ar- 
Arnold and uh, yeah, buddy. Tracy Morgan came in yesterday. What's up, white people? Thank you very much for coming in again today. But I cannot believe that the names have gotten bigger and better as well. It's yeah, it's uh, so we're uh, we got hired. Uh, uh, Tom Arnold here he used to be famous, and uh, uh, but uh, uh, hanging out here in uh, Boise uh, for the big homecoming this weekend. We got hired to do this uh, private event and uh, this weekend. Uh, and uh, uh, Adam Sandler is actually uh, in town. He couldn't make it in this morning. He said he'll come in tomorrow. Okay. And, uh, okay. and Tracy has been trying to have sex with everyone. Yes. And uh, and uh, But we have a, a special guest here okay. uh, that uh, is coming in the studio in just a few moments. We're going to have Morgan Freeman in here. Which is crazy. I know. It's, it's, it's a dream crazy. come true. I That's mean, my really. grandpa. Oh, really? That's my grandpa. <laughs> He's horny, too. He's horny, too. He'll get one past you. Don't. don't. All right. Don't I'll, think he won't. I'll be on my toes. I'll be on my toes. So were you able to enjoy the Treasure Valley a little bit yesterday? I've been looking for sluts. I know. I know. Yeah, he, he's uh, he's a little uh, charged up, and uh, he's been offering up uh, uh, Walmart gift cards to everybody. And uh, that's, that's his pickup line. Yeah. yeah, anything you ladies need. You want some diapers? You need pampers? You want to get some floaties for the kids? I'm just staying at the exit at Walmart. I said, come on, ladies, I'll swipe you through. <laughs> what you need, honey? Come on now. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. Yeah. But you're in town for a couple of reasons, right? Not just a homecoming, a private event, but then there's other events that you're going to take place in, or at least well, be a part of. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, we're also going to go to the lounge. Uh, what is the lounge? At, at the, the end of the universe. At the end of the universe, and we're going to go see Craig Gass. Uh, Craig, who's uh, on the Howard Stern Show, mm-hmm. and uh, he does. Uh, he's been on uh, Family Guy and King of Queens, and uh, I know him from uh, Narcot. I shouldn't say this out loud. Uh, Craig's got a bad uh, drug problem, and uh, <laughs> and uh, his sponsor uh, uh, is, uh, uh, believe it or not, it's. Uh, um, David Cop, I shouldn't say this. David Copperfield's a big heroin addict, and uh, uh, you know, but but yeah, he, he's uh, he's just addicted to to anything he can get his hands on. But uh, uh, but yeah, so we're uh, we're in town and we're looking for stuff to do. We got uh-huh. some great suggestions yep. uh, from your audience, and uh, uh, I know this gentleman here who works at uh, Boise State probably could have some suggestions for us too. Yeah, Mike, uh, is there something cool to do on campus yeah. that maybe people don't know about? I Where mean, the sluts at? <laughs> People don't know this, but we have a blue turf. Yeah, there's the you blue got a blue turf. turf. Yeah, the is grass that, is blue in Boise. Did they uh, cook your uh, field in meth? Is that why it's <laughs> it's, it's blue? No. Why, why do they do that? How do you get a blue turf? Well, you have to install it really carefully. I imagine it, it involved uh, yellow and green turf. Yes, it's like a combo artificial turf kind of a thing, <laughs> but it looks good. Hey, you know what? Uh, that's him right outside the door. Can we let uh, Mr. Morgan Freeman? In? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Open sure. the door. Come on in. Yeah, open the door with this. Thanks, there Mike. we go. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's my man. All right. I there you go. Thank you that's for getting in here. That's my grandpa. Thank you for coming in here, Mr. <laughs> Freeman. It's amazing. All right. So I, we have this idea okay. uh, that uh, we want. Uh, so everything Morgan says is just really smooth. You know, he's like he's really cool. So uh, we want to know if maybe uh, uh, if if we could have your have him uh, read some poetry. <laughs> Okay. And then if, if your audience likes his poetry reading, uh, we could have uh, your audience call the lounge at the end of the universe and uh, and demand that Morgan Freeman open up the comedy shows. Wow. Uh, loungeboise.com. Okay. Okay. Ca- call loungeboise, loungeboise.com, and demand that Christopher, or not Christopher Walken, but uh, Morgan Freeman open up the shows for Craig Gass. All right. Tom, That'd be great. I like that idea very much. I, like I wrote a poem. Okay. I wrote a poem. Read this one. You want to hear a poem? <laughs> yes, please. Hi. How are you? Hi, Morgan. Are we on the air? Yes, yes. I'm sorry, sir. Oh, we are, yeah. Okay. 
uh, Tracy has uh, written a poem here. I'm going to read. It says, uh, uh, Sir, mix, sir, sir, mix a lot. Mm -hmm, that's my poem. I like big butts. I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl walks in with a itty bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung when a pull up top. Because <laughs> you notice that butt was stuck. It's really good, Tracy. Really good. I told you. Yeah. Even the jeans she's wearing, I'm hooked and I can't stop staring. Oh, baby, I want to get with you and take a picture. Your homeboys tried to warn me, but that butt you got. What the hell kind of poem is this? It's, I don't even understand it. It's, it's I, more, that's my poem. Yeah, that's I mean, my poem. Yeah, that is a Tracy yeah. Morgan original, too, I believe. Yeah, right? call, call uh, uh, Lounge bo loungeboise.com and demand that Morgan Freeman open up the show. Is and uh, we'll be here all weekend for uh, homecoming events, and then we'll be at the at the Lounge at the end of the universe. And, uh, and we have a special guest uh, also coming uh, in just a few moments. And uh, and that's the mind blower. I mean, you know, Morgan, we're all big fans of yours. Of course. But, uh, but yeah, we're very excited uh, to to be here and uh, and hang out. So if, if you have suggestions about stuff to do, you can text in on what line? Always, 208-287-1003. And, of course, we want you to contact the lounge as well to make sure that Morgan Freeman is part of the fun, which is crazy. So we got a studio full of people this morning, Tom Arnold, Tracy Morgan. Uh, we have Morgan Freeman in here, and then also some more people are going to be coming by as the show You're goes filming forward. a movie We're in trying. the parking lot. <laughs> you right. want to go see a comedy show? Go inside the lounge. <laughs> lounge the end universe. You want to be in a movie called My Butt? Hurts, come out to the parking lot. <laughs> it's always filming. Jump at the jump in the handy van. I'll hook you up. Mike Sharp is here as well for Boise State University, and more of this fun will continue next. I got my own boom mic. Rocks. Hey, Treasure Valley, Grant Peterson Jr. here, a Bronco Motors family of dealers. That is Pearl Jam. That is alive here on the morning after. This is all devil music to me. It really is. I know, Tracy. I'm sorry. You but know, he, he's uh, saying, uh, Tracy Morgan keeps saying that he wants to uh, uh, bring in his own records. And, uh, I know. Your music sucks. I know, Tracy, but we have to follow a format. This is a rock station, and therefore you don't we play have to no, do... You don't play no not Lionel Richie, nope. no Diana Ross, no, I'm sorry, no Belle, man. no Biv, no DeVoe. You don't play nothing right. None of those three. But we do appreciate you coming in nonetheless yeah, and putting up with us. Yeah, pretty crazy. And uh, uh, Nick, do you want to do the honors on... Uh, this guest. Yes. Uh, uh, listen. A gentleman here from Boise State. Mike Sharp is here from Boise State, my co-host this morning. But we Hey, have Mike. I've never seen you at a cocaine <laughs> anonymous meeting, but uh, hey, you never know. Treat. That is a good thing. You, you never know. Uh, Tom Arnold is in studio. That's right. Tracy Morgan is yeah. here. Uh, we're going to hear from Morgan Freeman, who's taking a step back, understandably. I, I still want to read some poetry. But, and you will. But we you do will, you will, buddy. have Al Pacino in the studio. As Mr. Well. Al Pacino is yes. in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. That is a big get right there. That is a big get. Al, That's thank you so man. much. That for is my in. man. That's Scarface. He's a legend. <laughs> That's right. That's He's a right. legend. It's I incredible. love that dude. Uh, how are you, Mr. Pacino? Uh, tired. Yeah, yeah, tired. I can imagine. I can imagine. It's, it's a long uh, trip. It's a little early uh, for me, but uh, uh, I'm happy. Happy to be here. 
Well, it is an honor and privilege to have you here. Is that amazing? For, uh, I mean, it's crazy. How do you get hooked up, I guess, with Tracy Morgan and, and Tom Arnold, I guess, is my first question. He's my dude. Okay. That is my dude. Okay. I, I have mean... the idea for the greatest contest of all time. I'm ready. Caller number seven, we're going to hook your grandma up with Al Pacino. Is your, is your grandma a slut? <laughs> Call into the station. We cannot do that. We've told you about this I'm, weird hookup stuff before. I'm not uh, opposed to that. Oh, okay. All right. See, I told you. All right. Call number seven, is your grandma a freak? <laughs> Call in. We're going to have a call number seven. Your grandma's going to make out with Al Pacino at the lounge. What a treat. Yeah, so uh, loungeboise.com. Uh, loungeboise.com is. So we're in town for the homecoming, and uh, we're doing uh, the homecoming. Uh, we're doing a private uh, event for the homecoming. And then uh, and then we're going to go to the lounge this weekend. Lounge at the end of the, u- at the, end of the universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had this idea that uh, how great would it be if we have Morgan Fr- Freeman read some poetry, and then uh, your audience, if, the, if you you like the poetry, uh, demand that Morgan Freeman open up for Craig Gass at the lounge at the end of the universe uh, this weekend. Uh, the shows uh, start tonight. And uh, uh, do you mind if he, uh, he said, he actually, he got upset about the last poem that I he know, read. I know, it was. That, it, that wasn't my poem. No, that was Tracy's poem. But but you want to do another poem, Mr. Freeman. I, I found oh, okay. a more appropriate. Whenever you're ready. Poem. All right. And uh, you got some music for it? All right. Uh, this is. Uh, This is a poem called I Don't Care by Anonymous. I don't care about money. I don't care about health. I don't care about security. I don't care about riches. I don't care about prosperity. Because all of this will come naturally as long as I have you beside. I love you. Oh, it's beautiful. That, that was, was an amazing beautiful. poem. That wow. was an amazing poem. Was uh, really good. Man, yeah. Uh, loungeboise.com and demand that uh, Morgan Freeman open up the shows uh, for Craig Gass. Now, uh, Nick, you yes. said you have a poem that you wrote. Uh, I did. Uh, I, 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 well, I, I want to suggest something because I think he would do a really good job at it. And it's called All right. Do yeah. Not Disturb. So maybe he could take a, a swing at that. Uh, do Not Disturb. Okay. Yeah. So uh, hang on a second. Let me see this paper here. Yes, please. Uh so, Do Not Disturb is uh, a poem. Here you go, Mr. Morgan Freeman. Okay. So, this is a, a poem called Do Not Disturb by Halle Storm. <laughs> Halle Storm. <laughs> Halle? Is that how I pronounce yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, that sounds good to me. I won't say anything. It's fine. All right. Here it is. A poem. Let's take our clothes off. I want to show you my hidden tattoo that nobody gets to see but you do. Oh, baby. Let me taste you. Shake you. (laughs) Tie you up and break you. Because I've been alone. Left on my own for too long. Oh, damn. Too long. Too long. Too long. I say, come on. I'm on the very top floor. Room 1334. There's a king-size bed, but we can do it on the f- What the hell yeah, listen, kind of poetry is that? Yeah, I know, I know. It's you a- got a good idea for comedy. <laughs> I like you, Nick. 
I thank like you. you. And you should thank Lizzie Hale as well because yeah. that's that's her work that, as well. That, that, I like that. And you know what? If you like that, uh, please call the uh, Lounge at the End of the Universe and demand that Morgan Freeman open up the shows for Craig Gas this weekend. It's loungeboise.com. Loungeboise.com. And man, have we got a show for you tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be back in here. And uh, the great Adam Sandler is going to be with us. And uh, uh, excited so to excited. be a part of Homecoming. So excited. And uh, excited to be a part of uh, all this. And, uh, and to hang out in town and excited to go to the lounge at the at the end of the universe. So uh, thanks for having us in. Yeah, of course. And listen, the show starts tonight, 8 o'clock. If you want to go and check out this Thursday show, that's where you can see maybe some celebrities. Who knows? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah, that, yeah. That's it? Yeah. No, no, no. I wanted to say, Al, because we have... People's grandmothers are actually texting in that want to be with you. All it's, right. It's working. People are trying I to hook up you. their grandmas with them. I know. You're right, Tracy. You always are. I knew that Boise had some slutty grandmas. <laughs> they do, apparently. Now, I can't speak to the promiscuity, but I can say that there are at least people interested. So All you got to do is bring your grandma to the parking lot, a lounge at the end of the universe, and get <laughs> freaky. I like it very much. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Loungeboise.com. More fun to happen tomorrow. Of course, thank you all for coming in, man. We appreciate it, as this always. This sex is brought to you by Metamucil. That's right. I'll see you this weekend. We're keeping it loose. None of studio. that is true. I don't I don't agree with anything that's being said here. But we will be at the lounge. I'll see you this weekend. Indeed. Morning After with Nick, Mike Sharp as well. Some important stuff on the way. Traffic. traffic time, TDS Fiber Traffic Time to be specific. It is brought to you by Can Do and Showers Insurance, CB. Eastbound 94 is slow from 10 Mile Road exit 42 to Eagle Road. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to get into an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a website out there called Google. You ever heard of it? Mm, how do you spell it? Uh, G-O-O-G-L-E is mm, how it's spelled. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and uh, they have a thing that you can go to to search things on the internet. And the goal for them is to try to make the page a little bit more useful for users. And they'll do this by showing you more questions and answers to those questions that you didn't even realize you were looking for. And the first way they do this is like a things to know module that will populate before the first Google information box. And that will contain certain aspects of the search that Google thinks you'll find helpful. And then they're going to do something called refine this search or broaden this search. And these sections contain related topics that will enter will fit either one of those bills. And then also some search results are going to get makeovers on Google.com. For example, if you search for something Google thinks is about looking for inspiration, it will then display visual and other dynamic results first as opposed to just the tech stuff. Visual search is already live, but the other chances will come in the next few months. So you're going to see some changes to your Google search options, I suppose, is the the moral of the story here. So Google, which owns the market so much that it's just a verb at this point for searching on the internet, decided to make it more complicated. Yes. And less user-friendly. Yes. Cool. I cool, don't cool, understand cool, cool. when they'll learn, but whenever they make a change... Like, do you remember when Google decided to change their front page so there was something on there? Yes. As opposed to, like, the little Google Doodle, and everybody freaked out because yeah. there was more stuff? Like, you can't change Google at this point. I don't know if you've met Americans, but they don't like change. <laughs> no! And you, the second you tell them that they're going to, it's going to go poorly. So I'm guessing this will last a grand total of a week or two before they switch things back to the way that they were. If you are a Seahawks fan or maybe even a 49ers fan, you're familiar with the name Richard Sherman. He had a tough offseason, but he is coming back. And guess what team he signed with? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) 
The team announced the news yesterday. Uh, Sherman himself also revealed it on his own podcast. He reportedly signed a one-year $2.25 million deal. But the real interesting thing is he's, of course, on the same team as Tom Brady. Those two got into it in Seattle a couple years back, and now they're teammates. So it should be interesting to see how this all comes together. But Tampa Bay, man, grabbing themselves yet another huge name, which is crazy. I swear, nothing matters anymore. Right? Like, when I was a kid, I feel like, Maybe it was just at me convincing myself that rivalries were like a thing, yeah. but it's all theater. No, no, listen. But y- y- again, it's building of the brand. It's making yourself as big as possible. But I also believe at the moment, Richard Sherman probably wasn't a big fan of Tom Brady. But also, you know, when you're looking for a gig, money talks and all that yeah. stuff can go in the backside. And it's not like they're going to be hanging out together. I don't I think do even like if that, they don't like each other. I do like that you, you summed up his... <laughs> His offseason by saying he had a tough offseason. <laughs> it that's, was. That's doing a lot of work. Well, There's a lot there. It, I mean, I still don't really know if anybody knows the real story. Nobody knows the right. A lot of weird. There's there's smoke. There's got to be fire, right? Right. I mean, it involved him getting into a car accident before threatening the family of his wife. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not good, whatever happened. And then he checked himself into rehab saying he had some issues. So, uh, listen, I hope the best for the guy. I believe in second chances. So, hopefully, he's got it all straightened out and everything's okay. But, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a rough offseason. <laughs> How big of a nerd are you, Mike? Is it, are you into the Star Wars world? Yeah, of course. Did you watch The Mandalorian? Uh-huh. Uh, will you be excited for the new Boba Fett series? You know what? I will be, but my daughter, she's seven, she is obsessed with Boba Love Fett. Love it. Then you're raising your kids right. Congratulations. Disney Plus has revealed Wednesday that the latest Star Wars spinoff series will premiere later this year. It's going to happen on December 29th. It's called The Book of Boba Fett. So that is when it's going to come next on Disney Plus. More Mandalorian in the works as well. But there's your next Star Wars fix for the kids. Kids coming up at the end of the year. Here's traffic. There's your important stuff coming up. You are going to have to take on Mike Sharp from Boise State University in a battle of pop culture smackdown for a chance to win some concert tickets. And Mike has selected the category. We will talk about it and give you a chance to win those next. But first, Traffic Time. TDS Fiber Traffic Time. Brought to you by CHF Home Furnishings. What's up out there, CB? It's slow on eastbound I-84 from the county line at milepost 40 through the 10th. Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The time has come. It is pop culture smackdown time. You will be taking on Mike Sharp, ladies and gentlemen. He of Boise State University fame, director of media relations. You're going to have to know a little bit about the world of what, Mike? You gave me some parameters. What are we going to concentrate on today? I want to talk about famous Idahoans. Okay, so you're going to have to know something about people that are from Idaho that also happen to be famous in the world of pop culture and in a lot of cases sports because they fall under this category and we know how people do with sports trivia in this town. So we'll see how it goes. You're going to have to defeat Mike if you can do so. You have a pair of tickets to check out in this moment in Blackville Brides and Dead at the Rev Center coming up on the 15th of next month. Those tickets are yours if you want to play. 208-287-1003. Are you feeling confident? Because you know there's only like 10 people from Idaho that are famous, Mike. So <laughs> it, <laughs> makes it, it makes it a whole lot easier. <laughs> this is the thing I've been most most nervous about. Everybody I feel like I'm just going to embarrass myself. You're fine. You're going to be great. And don't forget, the whole idea is at some point you do lose. So unfortunately, yeah. that's part of the deal. Good morning, the X. Yeah. What's up, man? What's your name? Ken. All right, Ken, you're up first. Ken, this former World Cup alpine ski racer and Olympic gold medalist was born in Triumph, Idaho, and shares her first name with a baby's game. Who is it? 
Peekaboo Street. There you go. Right. Yeah. Peekaboo Street is correct. Uh, Mike, to you. This former Denver Broncos quarterback went to Arizona State and was born in Boise. Jake Plummer. Right. Correct. Ken, back to you. This former vice presidential candidate as a running mate for John McCain was born in Sandpoint, Idaho. Who is it? Sarah Palin. There you go. Right. Sarah Palin. Uh, Mike, this former Boise State University linebacker now plays for the Dallas Cowboys and wears number 55. Leighton Vander Esch. Right. Correct. Back to you, Ken. This multiple-time Emmy Award winner and star of Breaking Bad was born and raised in Boise and still visits from time to time. Aaron Paul. Right. Correct. Uh, Mike, this American television writer and producer has created a number of television series, including Dead Like Me, Wonder Falls, Pushing Daisies, Hannibal, and American Gods, and was born in Lewiston, Idaho. Wow. I don't know that one. No? You don't know this no. one? No. All right. Wrong. That's it, Ken. You have officially become the victor. Do you happen to know the answer to this one? He's also producing the new Star Trek uh, series. It is Brian Fuller. Right. Brian Fuller, probably most famous for Hannibal. That's the series he's pretty famous for, but he created all those other things and was also born in Lewiston. Brian Fuller. Good job, Ken. Hang on one second, dude, to hook you up with those Blackville Brides tickets and those In This Moment tickets. But Mike, you should be proud. He almost ran the whole gambit, man. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home and and, uh, celebrate. You should. You should be very, very, very happy that you did really good on this particular segment. Morning after with Nick and Mike Sharp. We are going to do some headlines. That's next on the X-Rocks. Rob here from Treasure Valley Subaru and the Idaho Center pre-owned super stupid stuff. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button. That's right at GoTeamMazda.com. You can't miss it. It's a big blue button right there on the website. You hear about all the time on the X. GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Mike. Let me know which one you want to hear first. Find me, keeping it classy, or squirrel jerks? Well, you gotta go squirrel jerks. A man in North Dakota has been saddled with a massive cleanup job caused by tiny furry perpetrators. The red squirrels apparently in the neighborhood came along behind a frame rail and then all the way up to the front of his yard and then started collecting a bunch of nuts. And then a beautiful black walnut tree was in his backyard that produces nuts and the squirrels picked them up and then decided to use Fisher's Chevy Avalanche as the winter storage hideout for hundreds upon hundreds of these walnuts, which is pretty much a the size of a small lemon. They're pretty big nuts. A lot of places, he says, in the radiator fan all the way through the corner of the actual vehicle have been filled with walnuts, according to Fisher. He was planning on camping out there for the winter, but he had to clean out 42 gallons of black walnuts from his truck from every crack and crevice of his avalanche before he was able to do that. So uh, I guess, I don't know, I mean, maybe better seal up your vehicles? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know that I would ever discover that. I would just assume my car was broken. I don't... (laughs) That's mind-blowing. But, I mean, 42 gallons is a lot of walnuts. That is. So you would expect that they're just, like, pouring out. Yeah, or something. Or they've gotten, like, he left the window open or something happened where it was just a bad idea. Find me or keeping it classy. Keeping it classy. When was the last time you thought about Humpty Dumpty, Mike? Be honest. 1998. Police in Wisconsin are trying to locate a $1,400 bronze sculpture of the nursery rhyme character uh, Humpty Dumpty. This Humpty Dumpty, however, is sitting on a toilet. The Madison Police Department said the sculpture called Dumpty Humpty, of course, uh, was stolen from an art fair of the Square Vendors booth on Saturday. Police say they have security footage of two men who might be responsible for taking the sculpture, which retailers retailers 
retails for about uh, $1,400, which is a lot of money for a joke sculpture of Humpty Dumpty sitting on a toilet, in my opinion. Yeah, but, I mean, it could be any Humpty Dumpty sculpture sitting on a toilet. <laughs> you can't just assume. <laughs> That's true. You don't know who's where a guy came from or whose it is, but either way, it was stolen, and they're looking for it back. So if you know anybody back in Wisco that has a new Humpty Dumpty on a toilet sculpture, you know they got their hands on it illegally. We'll wrap it up with Find Me, and I'm not sure what the most embarrassing thing you've ever done while drinking, but this has got to be up there for this dude. A Turkish man who met up with some friends and then later wandered off into a forest while drunk actually ended up joining a search and rescue uh, effort to find himself. Oof. The man had been reported missing by family early Tuesday, uh, and then he's like, people are you're in the woods looking around. He's like, I'll join them, and then he found out, oh, they're actually looking for me. Uh, when he finally reported that to police, they just gave him a ride home and called off the search. So everybody's happy, but it's fairly rare that you join your own search party looking for you and be so oblivious to it that you don't know what's happening. I would say finding yourself is something we should all be working <laughs> toward, is. Nick. Right, you're right. It's a very spiritual story. I didn't think about it that way, but you're absolutely right. He did find himself. Morning After with Nick and Mike Sharp. There's your headlines. We're going to learn a little bit more about Mike here and Boise State University coming up in a second or two. But we owe you one last check at your traffic this morning inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. It's brought to you by Tobacco Connection. Here comes CD. There's a crash on northbound Meridian Road right before Victory Road and both through lane. is the Morgan Freeman free version of Hailstorm back from the dead here on the morning after Nick here along with Mike Sharp from Boise State University media relations director he is my co-host this morning has been here all morning long and it gives us an opportunity because you know you work closely with a lot of great people over at BSU and there's a lot of cool things going on and I think a lot of time we get caught up and certainly uh, from our morning show standpoint we get caught up in just talking about the athletics things because that's what's top of mind and that's what we try to get ourselves connected to but the reality of it is there's a lot of other amazing things happening at the university on a regular basis, right? Yeah, Mike? yeah, and I think one of the cool um, benefits of, of doing it through radio and having this conversation is the ability to kind of wade into the the tall grass a little bit mm-hmm. and, and and talk about things that need that context because there are things that pop up that maybe a 15 second soundbite doesn't do a good enough job of explaining. So like, for instance, um, just last week, uh, it was announced US News and World Report released its rankings of of universities, right? Um, and, and anybody who's grown up or, or lived in Idaho knows it's really hard to get on that list and, and pretty much nothing in Idaho aside from the College of Idaho uh, ever makes it onto those lists. And uh, Boise State actually received a really cool recognition. Um, and and it's not in in the general list of colleges and universities because uh, you know there are a bunch of different metrics that universities are measured on. But yeah. the big one is research, right? Research is a huge deal, and 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 despite the incredible growth of a Boise State University, it's not an R one, which is the designation of the top research school. So it's never going to be in the top fifty universities overall. However, mm-hmm. well. Never is a strong word. At some point, the goal would be yes. that the universities in R1, but but as of right now, right? Um, but what ended up happening is U.S. News and World Report released its list of fifty, the top fifty innovative uh, universities, and Boise State's on there, and it's on there with MIT, it's on there with major universities that are doing really impressive work, and it's a real honor. And I think um, you know, it's it's not something that. Uh, 
you, you hear innovation and you wonder what that really has to do with a college education. But, but when you consider Boise State and you consider the history of this small campus, originally a junior college, they didn't necessarily plan for the university to grow the way it did and to explode the way it did. And the university's forced, been forced to be innovative um, since 1932 when it was founded, because right. that's the way, I mean, 1930, it's in the middle of the Great Depression, and they've got to find a way to, to educate these these uh, farm kids that live in, in the Treasure Valley, um, even from that time. So uh, the blue turf is is the classic example of, of you know, in 1986, them making a decision that was out of the blue, right? Like, who thinks about changing the color of their turf? Right. Uh, and, and Boise State made that decision. And so you're going to hear over the next few years a lot of talk. And, and you know, the there, there are those catchphrases that you use. And, and it's blue turf thinking because when it comes to innovation, Boise State is all about having to figure it out on the fly. Like innovation was exactly what we had to focus on in 2020 and 2021 uh, in, in making sure that we never closed our doors, that students were able to access uh, their classes and continue furthering their education, um, that our offices all remained open um, and served those students uh, throughout that time. It took a lot of really, really difficult work. I mean, you think the the, the technological framework to host right. thousands of <laughs> right. classes, right. it wasn't there yet. And and really dedicated professionals spend a lot of time, and they're never going to sit across from you and have the chance to like of course. talk about right. the work they did with computers. Um, but I get that opportunity to be like, no, hold on. Like, Despite all of the other things, and there's a lot of noise that's out there, we have, live in a community where a school without a medical, uh, without a medical school was able to build a public health office that has vaccinated and tested our community and kept the Boise State community safe in a time where a lot of the outlying communities are not doing as well. Right. Um, and has kept student, I mean, they may be adults, but they're somebody's kids. And those pe- parents are sending their kids to be taken care of by a university. And the fact that they are in a safer spot because they're attending Boise State University just speaks to that innovation. I think it's it's something that I take a lot of pride in. Being a non-traditional student, taking 15 years to graduate college, <laughs> um, I've just always tied myself to that same, like that similar Boise State story where it's like, man, this isn't what we necessarily expected things or how we expected things to work out. Uh, but we dealt with the cards we were dealt and, uh, and I think Boise State being the premier institution of, of higher education in Idaho after the way I grew up where the University of Idaho was in that designation and, and no offense, Melissa Davlin, but that's, <laughs> that's where we are now. So right. I, I think it's really cool. It's a, it's an honor just to be a part of it. Well, I mean, it's, it, it is, it is obviously a, a true testament to the university and the people that work there to be on that list. But also, you know, you look at how the Treasure Valley has grown exponentially mm-hmm. and how the need for a greater education has grown and how, you know, you can't be stagnant and be successful in, in a place like this. And, and so Boise State has been able to adapt to that and and make itself one of those universities that people are proud of, want to go to, seek out to get their next level of education, and you know have turned themselves from, like you said, a junior college into a truly revered institution, which yeah. is something that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, and 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 everybody knows the blue turf, right? But like campus isn't just downtown, right? Campus is legitimately statewide at this point. Like we have um, classes that are hosted in McCall in Mountain Home. 
um, and, and we're reaching out to try to build programs for people, the cybersecurity programs that are being built so that people who maybe live in Payette and they can't just bolt out to Boise three times a week for classes, have the ability to learn a skill and then stay in Payette mm-hmm. and serve their community and the the businesses that need that type of of expertise in that community it's just it's huge and and Boise State is dedicated to find a way uh, to reach people where they are and to meet them with what they actually need instead of just wasting your time going to classes that don't make a ton of sense for you um, or or going to campus just because you were told that's where you needed to have your classes. Right. Um, and, and I think 2020 showed a lot of people, including higher education, um, the the great disparity between uh, different types of students. And and there were students that would have otherwise had to, to quit college because maybe they had to go home and, and work on their, their, their family farm because uh, the staffing wasn't there or because everything was locked down. No, and they, just, yeah, their job shut down that was getting them through school already. Right, those things. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, exactly. and, and the innovation that it took to figure out a way to keep them in the fold and not just keep them in the fold. It's not just like uh, lip service, right? Like legitimately build a program called the Bronco Gap Year where you're able to um, keep students involved, where they're communicating with advisors and maybe even earning credit while doing these other things that they had to take care of in that year. And and at this point, La Tech reached out to us and they said, man, we really dig that program. Help us build one there. Boise State's working with La Tech. They're tr- we're trying to figure out a way to... Um, uh, use it at scale okay. so that more and more students can have that access. But I know, I mean, it doesn't take you 15 years to graduate college if you're totally ready right. um, at 18 to, right. to go jump into it. And, and so I know that story. I know the benefits of, of having that accessibility. There's so many cool things happening at Boise State University, which is why it's on that list of most innovative. So it's a pretty cool thing to know that you're living in a town and you're living in a city that, that does that kind of thing and has that kind of options for you as you're growing up or, hell, even as you're an adult and you want to change things up and you want to go back to school for that education, that still is an option at Boise State as well. Right. There are senior classes. There are opportunities to just go. I mean, I took a class um, during the summer and it was like a two-week weekend course and it was about uh the basque connection in idaho and it was one of the most interesting classes i've ever been a part of there was one class where uh we just went on the oregon trail and we went all the way out to to three mile or uh not three mile island but uh (laughs) three island park and uh it's there the the access to education is so close to us and it really is affordable and the cool thing about you know in, in I'm trying not to slip into like PR guy mode. Like legitimately, this is just me talking, Mm -hmm. but like our president, president Marlene Trump, uh, she came from uh, a family where she didn't have ready access to education. She was a first generation student going to school. They didn't know how they were going to pay for things. So to have a university president, I don't know that anybody really understands how rare that is that a university president comes from a background where it wasn't pretty much written on the table that they were going to college and that they were going to pursue this higher education. But it's really a goal of hers um, to focus on these other students that are kind of just left out on their own. I know when I was going to school or planning to go to college, my parents were like, look, we don't have money. Like, we can't pay for you. You're, you're going to have to work your way through it. Yeah. And, and so I, I figured out a way to make that happen. Uh, but her goal is to say, okay, how about instead of just making people spiral and figure it out the way I did for 15 years, that those people plug into the university system. They say, help me out. 
Like, help me find the scholarships. Help me find the financial aid. Help me find opportunities where I'll be able to attend college and further my education and, and whatever that means for you. And, and do it in a way that benefits you and actually fits in your lifestyle. Um, and that's where I think the next 10 years, the next five years, because of that shift, um, is really going to change the way I think the Treasure Valley views Boise State University because it's going to become much more of a full valley uh, university where classes are going to be held in a lot of different places and opportunities are going to be there for people who otherwise would have been left out of higher ed. Pretty awesome stuff happening at Boise State University on the regular. Mike Sharp is here from Boise State University. We uh, have a couple more things to do before we wrap up the show, including uh, giving away some tickets and bad impressions. They are coming up next on the X Rocks. Chili's Game Day starts two hours before it. Press morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Mike Sharp from Boise State University, uh, the co-host this morning, and we're going to play a little game called Bad Impressions. Fairly easy. Get on the phone, 208-287-1003, if you'd like to win a pair of tickets to Black Label Society. That show's happening on Monday at the Knitting Factory, and it can be yours if you could figure out Bad Impressions, which is, I have three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, then congratulations, you are going to Black Label Society. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hello to you, sir or ma'am. Good morning, the X. Hey, I didn't hear the clues. Wonderful, we haven't even started yet. What's your name? Chance. All right, Chance. Clue number one is I'll be the one again soon. Oh, I don't know. Clue number two is, whoa. Or, uh, whoa. Yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is 100% yeah. correct, Chance. Good job, my friend. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Black Label Society tickets. Clue number three for the record was, I know Kung Fu. Because Keanu Reeves is in the news. Not only has he got a bunch of movies coming out, the new Matrix movies will be coming, but also uh, he has officially added comic book author to his resume. Uh, volume number one of Berserker, the comic book creator, there, a comic book that he created with uh, Matt Kint, will be officially on stands on October the 5th. It is a comic about an immortal warrior that is basically, it's almost like a John Wick character, if you will, but it's a superhero. Uh, he says, quote, we're looking at violence and the impulse of violence and how it's used, how it can be controlled, and we're trying to understand the character that we might not be able to relate to just yet, being immortal, but we relate to the idea of wanting to be immortal. So he's got really getting into some philosophical stuff here, Mike, when he comes to creating comic book characters, so why not? I like it. I like deep comic books. I like it too. And so I'll be interested to see how this does, because last time he was involved in something, it was cyberpunk, and that didn't go that great. And so uh, that not his fault, of course, that the game is so glitchy that nobody could play it. But we have ourselves a situation where this has already been like optioned by Netflix. Like they're gonna, I mean, mm -hmm. they, this hasn't even hit the stands yet, and they're gonna make movies or animated something out of this. So they're already taking this thing to the next level. So it's gonna be popular whether we like it or not. <laughs> exactly, they're and gonna so make it popular. You might as well check it out. October fifth is when it officially uh, hits stands. Morning after with Nick and Mike Sharp. We have one more thing. We're going to wrap things up here next on the X-Rock. Hi, this is Brian with Sweetwood Homes and Transformations. And my... 
That is the latest from Seether. That song is called Wasteland here on The Morning After. Nick, Mike Sharp from Boise State University has been my co-host this entire morning. Thank you so much, Mike, for getting up stupid early, coming in here and telling people how cool the university that is in our backyard is because it truly is a really awesome and special place. And I'm glad you were able to spread that message a little bit this morning. So thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been really cool. And honestly, thanks to Big J for, for leaving. Yes. Yeah. This, this was a cool opportunity It was. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow, but... Uh, uh, Mike, I, I do want to get, to get people to follow you on Twitter because I think you're a fantastic follower. So if people want to learn a little bit more about you and what you do, what's the best way to do that? I'm at Sharp208. That's S-H-A-R-P-208. Um, that's me on Twitter. Um, I have a lot of fun on there. Uh, there's, uh, I try to share cool stories and, and the work that's being done in the community. And uh, there are a lot of really cool people doing really good work all over the place. So if you know other people, share it with me too, because we want to get them pub. Love it. And of course, uh, you know, as a director of media relations, you can also look for Mike's beautiful face all over your TV. I'm sure soon as you are spreading the word of uh, Boise State University. Yeah, sorry about so. that. No, it's fine. It's great. It's good <laughs> stuff. Uh, thank you again for coming in. We appreciate it. Thank you to Al Pacino and Tracy Morgan for stopping by this morning. Once again, Morgan Freeman reading some dirty poetry. That was always fun. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a whole new adventure with the return of Big J as well. So that'll be worth it. Your next set of X-Rock is brought to you by McDonald's. They're hiring. Start feeling rewarded today. Enjoy flexible hours and tuition for college. Work for McDonald's and McDonald's can work for you. Apply at careers.mcdonalds.com today. We will see you tomorrow. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. We're getting close to the end of the racing season at the Meridian Speedway. Let's go out with